Today's episode of InVibe Life Conversations podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Even being happily married for 27, almost 28 years doesn't mean that every day is easy. Correct. Or happy. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I remember once my mom and my parents were married a much shy of 50 years when my father passed away. And I remember once someone asking my mom, it was one of my cousins, Aunt Vicky, marriage is 50-50, right? You know, tell my son it's 50-50. And she said, no, it's 150-150 because you never know what day you have to pull more weight. Right, right. Because it always happens at some time. And, you know, sometimes... Some people are happier than others. Just You have to be happy with yourself to be happy with someone else. And then realizing we're all here to kind of help each other grow. A good relationship is to help the other person yeah. grow, whether it's a business relationship right. or, or a marital marriage. relationship mm-hmm. or a friendship. Welcome to In Vibe Live Conversations with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. By tuning in, you are joining a community that will inspire you to increase balance, wellness, and joy in your life. We'll offer expert information and insightful conversations to help us on our journey to live more in vibe. For more information and articles, remember to also check out our website at invibelife.com. That's E-N-V-I-B-E-L-I-F-E.com. We're grateful that you're here. Welcome to In Vibe Live Conversations with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. And today we have super, super special guests. (laughs) More than very special guests. Yes, Stephen Dunn and John Parker, our husbands. Anyone watching can see that Cheryl and I have wine for the occasion. So cheers (laughs) to you guys for being here with us. We um, wanted to do this as a really special Valentine's Day episode. We've been talking about bringing the guys on to the podcast really since we started, and finally said, you know, this needs to be our Valentine's Day special episode. So thank you guys for joining us. We're glad you're here. Our pleasure. Well, I was told we were coming on for the April Fool's (laughs) podcast. Don't worry, we'll have you back for that. Now I found out it's Valentine's Day. Okay, cool. Yeah. (laughs) And just to let everyone know what they did for us, today is actually Super Bowl Sunday, and they're cutting in a little bit into their Super Bowl fun to record this podcast with us. So there's their act of love for us. We're excited to have them here. So... Part of the reason why Amy and I wanted to do this podcast is we've all four been married for, we feel like, a pretty significant Mm -hmm. amount of time. And we also work with our spouses as well in some capacity or another. Um, And it's still working. I think that's Mm -hmm. a big deal. You know? So, Stephen and I have been married 17? 18 this year. 17. There we go. We're closer to 17. Yeah. Years. And you guys have been married... 27 years. It'll be 28 years next month, but we've been together five years before that also. So since I was 18 and John was 19 years old, we've been together. It's a long time. Yeah. Our whole adult lives. Yeah. Really. We've grown up together. 
I always say, considering I'm still 25. (laughs) (laughs) My son's kindergarten teacher finally was like, Silas, you know your mom's not really 25. I was like, why did you break the news? (laughs) My mom used to say she was 29 until her oldest son was 29. 29. She's like, okay, I have to move the needle up. But um, yeah, you know, I think one of the reasons we had inspiration for this and even want to talk about our relationships and... This probably sounds bad, but I'm going to say it anyway. I saw some like celebrity couple being interviewed one day, and they were talking about the book they were coming out with to talk about how to have a good marriage because they'd been so through so many trials and tribulations and struggles because they'd been married seven whole years. And I thought, I hardly remember seven years, <laughs> like the first seven years. Are you kidding? It's like, you know, 28 years, 33 years. That's a long, a long time. time. And it's not all perfect. There are a lot of ups and downs, but... You know, I think talking about what goes into sustaining that is important to put out there. And any relationship, I guess it doesn't have to be a marriage. Definitely, definitely. Um, And one of the things, I guess we want to give you a little brief history on us as a, you know. So Stephen and I, we've been married 17, almost 18 years. um, But we were friends for seven years before we ever dated. Mm Mm-hmm. Once we dated, we were probably married within like six months. I mean, it was quick at that very point. quick. But I think that part of the um, glue that holds us together, being friends through that whole thing and, you know, seeing him through his going through his life and me going through my life. But we did a lot of things together as friends. Mm-hmm. I even have somebody going a- asking me, so what's up with you and Steven? And I was like, <laughs> No way. I would not go there. (laughs) I would not do that. Brenna asked me that. (laughs) Not surprising. Yes. And then next thing you knew, we were engaged and married. So that's kind of our... I'd say we were kind of the opposite. We were like an instant attraction and immediately together, even though we were both so young, I think neither of us saw we wanted that significant of a relationship at that time. And it just kind of hit us. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we did date through college and then got married before I started law school. Um, I don't know. What's your take on it, John? You, you're being unusually quiet. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is unusually quiet. I, I think a big part of it is we're being recorded. <laughs> trying to be mindful of this could uh, be saved forever. He's so, been married to an attorney for 28 yeah, years. So I this am. is proof. This is, yeah, irrefutable proof. I would say that very few times am I allowed to speak unscripted. So, uh, I'm trying to be very I'm not mindful. sure you're allowed to do that today either. Uh, even when I do, it usually bites me. But, um, you know, I think the reality for Amy and I is we knew, I knew right away. I had to chase her, you know, one time in particular. She wasn't, she wasn't hard to catch, obviously. Back, but, I'm a slow runner. But, yes, obviously, because I'm not fast, you know, but... but we knew we wanted to be together all along, and um, it's just been really a blessing that we knew that right away, and we were able to just kind of dive in and and get to that level so quickly. And so I'm just very pleased and happy to have been married so long. And I think for us being friends for so long, where we were both in Los Angeles, not our hometown, where we really got close friends, where we were dealing with the grinds of dating and the life in Los Angeles as a single person 
And we basically would get together and <laughs> we would get together and tell stories about how terrible it was. How terrible dating and, in LA and, uh, was. And, and that was just our experience. I'm sure people have great experiences. To totally. Now, this was before like really online dating and all that stuff too. So it was just a little different time frame. But um, but yeah, no, it was just kind of an interesting experience how once once we went from this idea of like we're we're really good friends and do we mess with do we mess that up? Uh -huh. I don't think we really thought about that. Like you messed that up one time and then we were like, oh no. Did, we just went there, mm -hmm. and then that was it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it was easy. Because we didn't easy have chance. a big conversation about like, oh no, this could be more than friends. There wasn't. I mean, I think after we kissed that one time, we had a little conversation, and then it became more than friends right away. Mm -hmm. I think for <laughs> us, there is a sense of we can't not be together. Yeah. Like, you know, we're just meant to be together or destined to be together, and so... Uh, so that's like one of the misconceptions, I think, though. It's like even being happily married for 27, almost 28 years doesn't mean that every day is easy. Correct. Or happy. Sure. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I remember once my mom and my parents were married a month shy of 50 years when my father passed away. And I remember once someone asking my mom, it was one of my cousins, Aunt Vicky, marriage is 50-50, right? You know, tell my son it's 50-50. And she said, no, it's 150-150 because you never know what day you have to pull more weight. Right, right. Because it always happens at some time. And, you know, sometimes some people are happier than others. Just you have to be happy with yourself to be happy with someone else. And then realizing we're all here to kind of help each other grow. A good relationship is to help the other person yeah. grow, whether it's a business relationship right. or, or a marital marriage. relationship mm -hmm. or a friendship. And so really recognizing sometimes you don't like what the person's reflecting back to you because it's what you need to see. Right. To but it's definitely like what I found in this relationship with Stephen and with you, um, when one of us needs the help or the pick me up. Mm -hmm. I don't even have to ask. It's just, the, it's an energetic feeling. It's like, if, if I know I'm low or needing a conversation to be had with me, you usually will give it to me. Mm -hmm. And so will he mm -hmm. and vice versa. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's, it's, it is definitely this roller coaster. And we both know, we all know we're on this path to be better people and to live this in vibe life. And we kind of have this premise of what that means to us and what our morals are and what our standards are and what we're trying, you know, how we're, we're really working towards this common goal. Not that there's a finish in that, right? Mm -hmm. But um, when one of us strays from that, the other one was like, so reins it back in. You know, that was an important thing you said, though, and I hadn't really thought about that as being a part of this conversation, but shared values being yeah. a basis is is Huge. really yeah. important. It would be Huge. hard, I think, if, if that weren't the case. And what she just said, it doesn't matter if it's parenting or running our business mm -hmm. or just like our relationship. It's that same situation where like I may come in and see that she's had completely enough with the kids. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't take but a half a second for me to say... You go to the back, uh -huh. and I got the kids. Uh -huh. Whatever's going on, I don't even need to know. I'm just going to, you get away, and, and vice versa. She has to do that mm -hmm. to me as well. and Because she might be at a low moment where I can come in and, and at a moment and see, even if I'm not, not at a high moment, I see she's at a low moment, and I need to... We need, we need to take it. We need to switch mm -hmm. roles so that the children don't get exposed to, to us going on a rant. 
Yeah, and we so, probably haven't been as good at that. <laughs> I, I think that's, our children are exposed to everything. That's where we learned no, a lot. No secrets. But, but that's where we learned that boundary with parenting, but uh-huh. also with our business. Our business, because that, that, that defined that defined yeah. kind mm-hmm. of the roles of who took what role when when we were building our business. And then it became a scenario where, like, if she's had enough one day, talk where she handles more numbers than I do. I don't handle mm-hmm. the numbers, but if she's had too much of the numbers, I'm like, right, let's not talk about any numbers mm-hmm. right now. Let's let's talk about something totally different, so we can create that kind of ebb and flow, knowing based on that kind of 150 you were talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I never thought about it that way. I like I like that. It's that good because it, it makes complete sense. Totally, totally. You know. John, you are being really quiet. Well, um, so far, so good. There was a goal coming in. And uh, not my typical behavior, but I think that um, some of the interesting things that I've found with Amy and I, for example, is that she's obviously a hot female, but we're both alpha males. Oh, and yeah. And so we, we've had to learn mm-hmm. when to forfeit. Yeah. Because if you refuse to forfeit in that deal so i think for us we had to learn at a young age that sometimes it just wasn't worth being all in on the argument or yeah but it made us a more dynamic team when we're on the same page yeah Mm -hmm. it's just when we're not it's you know we've got we got to work through when when you're not how to handle that i think even today you know so sometimes Uh we'll be talking about something and we're on two different pages and neither one of us are ready to forfeit that minute and so we have our process, and, and mm-hmm. I think... It usually leads to a good result, because we right. beat up every angle of it, Yeah, but we have to go through that process I think sometimes. learning that there's a process, and I yeah. think for me, uh, learning to forfeit was a big lesson. I learned early on, but uh, Amy and I also choose not to forfeit sometimes. Well, and, so, and I, I wouldn't say it's forfeiting, it's more like choosing peace. Yeah, in the relationship instead of, mm-hmm. but I, like but, I must be right because but I think I'm every take my couple like there are couples that are opposites, so sometimes they can just ebb and flow because you know. Whereas Amy and I have a lot of likenesses to where when we're not on the same page, we had to learn at a young age yeah. how we get from A to B. Yeah, and then I think it makes it easier though when you get older and you get on their nerves, right? Because I think that happens like. As you watch people that are married 50 years, like, mm-hmm. honey, I heard you. You know, like, yeah. we, we've already done that at a young age. Yeah. So I think we've learned some of the the skills yes. earlier because of it. Yeah. And there we is a lot to. to learn over years. I mean, and I'd say we've done a lot of learning the last 10 years or so. Like, for example, even though we're both very alpha, kind of motivated, aggressive people in general, we have super different energy levels. Like John is, I've always said he's kind of like his own energy vortex, like the Tasmanian devil. He just goes from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing and never sits down. I'm the opposite. As everyone who's listening to this knows, I like a lot of time to sit and quiet and read and write. And, you know, at, I mean, this is just an example, but for a lot of years, he took that as a rejection of wanting to do something with him. And he's had to really learn, no, that's what makes her tick that's her needing that for herself i mean that that was one lesson Mm -hmm. for us to Mm -hmm. to learn for example between each other and so now you know it's like well i need constant activity so i'll go play golf while you sit and read and we're both happy where there was a time there was a time when that might have caused a conflict like why don't you want to be with me yeah Mm -hmm. that's definitely i'm the energy vortex Mm -hmm. that spins around steven and we've learned that 
I think I have learned from my perspective to be like, that's what he needs. Mm -hmm. So it's fine with me, right? He needs that more downtime in a different capacity where I need to be moving and going and constantly. So I do that and I might be running with a friend or shopping with a friend or, you know, starting another business, starting another <laughs> business, or, you know, one day I'll go for a run and a bike ride. And yeah. Amy's like, wait, why are you getting on the bike? You just went for a run. I'm yeah. like, yeah, Saturday, I get to do it all now, you know? So I'm definitely that sort of mover, 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 mover. Um, but I do like, but I'll hit a wall about eight thirty at night. And if Steven's continues to talk to me because he loves to talk. He might be sitting on that couch, but his mouth is moving. If he can, he can look at me and go, Oh, I should stop. <laughs> and I just have to shake my head. Yeah. Cause like no more, <laughs> no more. Cause I could talk about work. I could talk about the next travel yeah. we're doing. The next thing we're doing with the kids. It could be anything. And she's like, done, done. You know, <laughs> well, that's unique. It's not easy to own a business together and be married. And John and I have a completely different situation from y'all because early on we developed a divide and conquer mentality that he had to be working so much that we decided just to have the family and the business opportunities we wanted. I would be with the kids and also for me to take care of aging parents back in the day and things like that. Um, and because he was in what was a family business at the time, I'm not involved in day-to-day -day operations at all. Strategy, we own it together. Day-to-day -day operations, I never see the inside of that office. And um, I don't interfere with anything he does or says. You know, everything comes from him to Steve's every like, employee. Wow, I'm jealous. <laughs> it's a completely different dynamic. And I'm not sure how we'd do if we were both in the same actual day-to-day -day business because we are both the CEO kind of personality. And I think we butt heads a little. I don't, I mean, what we've had going on has worked, but what you guys have where you are together all day, every day is different. How do you guys handle that? Well, again, we've kind of delineated those roles. It's like, all right, I'm going to be in charge of marketing and I'm going to be in charge of like getting people in the door. You're going to be in charge of like paying the staff, Payroll, HR. Bills, so we've just kind of the numbers. We the separated those mm -hmm. things a long time ago. In fact, I I never know if I have money or don't, and I haven't since we've been married. <laughs> yeah, he has no idea. Like he has a limit what he can get out on a daily basis, and that's it. And that's <laughs> all he knows. If he wants to spend more than that limit, it's really small. He needs to ask. <laughs> well, it makes you feel any better. I haven't had a checkbook maybe my entire. Married life. Well, no, like, you did it for zero. no. You did it first, and here was the problem: you would write checks without checking what the balance was, <laughs> and so we had to change that system. Yes, quickly. Well, yeah, but you know, Stephen did it for about six months, and we had a really big argument about it. And his mom said, "Cheryl, let me give you some advice. <laughs> you need mammal money." And what she referred to that as. Money that came in that never went into the bank account, that it was mine to spend. And if I spent something, if I bought something and it was mammal money, there were no questions asked. So I took that as I just need to take over all the money, right? So there are no questions asked. Maybe. <laughs> it, it, it made it a lot easier. And I don't it have to stress it, about yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say he teases, but I have asked him to take it over and he refuses. Yeah. We've actually had arguments about this. Like, I'm, I'm ready to be done with it and he refuses. Well, so. I think, I think one, it's not broke. Don't, you know, like. <laughs> right. Well, we're not broke. No. Don't fix it. Yeah. But, but secondly, 
I mean, my day job, I do run the books all day, every day. So I don't want to do it twice. Twice. And I kind of fear saying no to her. So mm-hmm. yeah. like, it's a real fear. Like, yeah, you shouldn't I'm, tell her no. No. I, there's no closed budget. There's no... That would be a I, problem. Yeah. I mean, that, and that was our first fight. He, I went to get my hair colored. And he was like, you paid what? I had no idea. And you know, I'm like, you know, I spend a lot on this. Okay. <laughs> I said, honey, we're going to eat rice and beans. That goes on my head. Yeah. That, that was, that was, and that's when I needed to flip it because yeah. I don't, I've never, and you're the same way. I've never had to ask mm-hmm. or be told yes or no. And my parents are probably going to listen to this and be like, what? She is spoiled. <laughs> you know what? I think it's important though. Um, because it, it's like an equity. I'm not. There are a lot of marriages out there. I realize more and more that it's not an equitable situation. And one person does have or thinks they have a lot more power. And I mean, I guess for some people that works, but I just, you know, you can build up resentment then too. Yeah. But I, you know, here's another thing that we have found unique to us. And it surprised us again over almost 28 years to learn this about us. You know, when we, sometimes see some other people or maybe sometimes have some friends where their um, relationships have gone astray. And it's, we communicate about everything. There's hardly anything we don't talk about. I over-communicate. Period. He over-communicates. But it is important. I mean, we probably do too. Where I know sometimes with other couples, like if I tell something to one, I almost assume the other's going to be up to speed. And, and then I'll see, the, and then, or we'll ask him, like, well, aren't we going to do this or that? Oh, I had no idea about that. I'm like, don't you guys talk? I mean, yeah. you live together. Yeah. We, we live in di- we live in different cities half the time too, because he runs a business in Houston and I'm in Austin. We still talk at a minimum, even if we're having a hard day every night, we're going to have a conversation about anything that came up that day that needs to be discussed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you're also really good with the calendar thing. Uh, we're both, we're both, again, he said we're both alphas. We're both super hyper organized. Yeah. And like on a family calendar, we will both that put family things in. Is great. John keeps a daily to do list almost to a fault where he has, since I've known him, it used to be on, you know, a big cheap paper, tablet. Big cheap <laughs> tablet. And he'd bake it every night and cross it off every day. I mean, it's like, you know, and do the seven habits of highly effective people kind of thing. His is a to-do list that he keeps every single day. And it can even be, don't forget to change the light bulb in the study or don't buy Amy flowers for Valentine's Day. It will be on the to-do list and he will keep it there until he crosses it off. So when she said that, like technology has saved me because now with my calendar, if it's something I need to get done and haven't gotten done, I just do repeat daily till I get it done. Oh, and yeah. it usually makes me so angry if it goes off enough days in a row, I'll get it done, right? Like, yeah. And so I use technology a lot to stay that kind of focused. Stay the but, but for us too, with busy schedules and kids, especially as they got older and the sports, et cetera, just became more demanding of time, like to figure out how to balance time. Um, if I didn't have that, I, we would have communication problems, right? Yeah. Well, especially um, we are both very organized and so we need that, or we would, we would each even separately feel stressed or anxious. But like we can pull that up and see what's what, and know where we it need helps. to be. Mm-hmm. So we have a question for you guys: What is it like to live with a wife that's in vibe, or or striving to be in vibe? Hmm, that's a good question. <laughs> 
Well, you you sometimes go to me. Oh, that's not very inviting. But I'll say something. He's I, like, I, I do, that has been said to me. I say that a few times, and, and then that changes the whole tone of the conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's been, that's kind of become a word at the house, right? You're like you'll start saying something, and I'm like, hmm, it's not sounding very inviting. <laughs> and and it, it usually, but it does help me. Yeah, but but, like, but you can say that to me as well because that's become like a phrase, like that become it's become a way of of thinking about like you know if I start getting frustrated with with an employee or with a friend or with whatever, um, you can bring that same idea to me. So it's mm-hmm. it's a scenario where. Yeah, like, you know, y'all are, are, you know, creating this idea and living this lifestyle that is that makes a lot of sense. Um, but it's very easy to, like, go right back into the negative thoughts and, like, mm-hmm. you know, that world of, like, the, the, the something in your ear chirping. And so, a voice in your head. <clears throat> totally. So it's very, uh, it's nice. It makes it easy when we're all trying to create this symbiotic relationship of it. So her creating this and, and making it a point in, a, in something that she's studying and reading about and, and into, then it's something that I hear about. So because she'll tell me about things that I would never look up mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. I'm often pay, like, I'm pay attention this to. Book. Yeah. Whereas you know I don't really like to read, but I, I I consume through in different ways information than she does, and so by. The things she consumes, she tells me. The things I consume, I tell her. So we're kind of in this sharing process, but we gather our data in different ways. And because we're very different, like y'all have a lot more similarities, where I think we have a lot less of those similarities in many, in many situations, which is fun. It works out fine for us. But uh, I think that's kind of the thing that it, it keeps both of us moving into this direction. And it's also allowed, it's finally allowed me to speak up again because Cheryl. For a lot of time, for years, would squash my crazy ideas, which are the things that. <clears throat> yeah, we talk about all the time. <laughs> the, the, you know the the way the way I've always been is like you know if I think something and it needs to be if I, if it's going to happen, I have to say it over and over and over. It, it it has to be something that I put out there, and I do. Like when I decided I was going to PT school, I'm like, all right, I'm going to PT school, and everyone's like. Oh, you know, it's really hard. You know, it's harder than med school to get in. And I'm like, okay, cool. Shut your mouth. I'm going to get in. I don't mm-hmm. really care what you said. And I just kept saying it. Well, okay, I'm getting in. I'm getting in. And then and I did. And it was a hassle and a process. But a lot of people doubted me. A ton of people doubted me, even probably some of my closest friends. But I never doubted it for a second. And I and then I'll, t- I'll tell you a funny story. I uh, get into my interview process for, I said PT earlier, physical therapy school. And the process is a is a hassle. There's over a thousand applications for sixty spots, so it's it's a wow. pretty extensive situation. And I was like, all right, getting in. Everybody's nervous for me, and I'm like, oh, I'm not nervous. Why are y'all nervous? Like, I'm I'm just gonna go have a conversation with these people. And I sit down for my interview, and I went to a small school in Hammond, Louisiana, and I said, yeah, I went to my name's Stephen. I went to Southeastern, and the teacher goes. Is the brown one of the guys interviewing me who was my future teacher? He goes, Is the brown door still open? It's a dang bar. And he asked me about a bar. And I said, You know what? I didn't even know the guy's name. I said, You know what? That, dar- that bar did just reopen about three months ago. And two of my best buddies run the place now. Frankie, you know, Frankie, the guy, the bookie next door, Frankie's little bar. <laughs> he bought it, so he owns it now. And thank God that didn't happen five years ago because I probably wouldn't be sitting here right now <laughs> if the brown door had been open for all five years. I was at Southeast and it had only been open for three months. 
And he started cracking up laughing. And from that moment on, no matter who asked me a question, my answer went back to the brown door to that guy. So I had five people around me. You asked me a question, and I answered to him in a way that made, by the time we left, I, I was just like, we were just, we were just shooting the breeze. It didn't feel like an interview at all. And that's how I've lived that in my whole life. So when I walked out, my mom was up and she's like, how'd it go? I was like, oh, I'm in. She goes, oh, don't be cocky. I said, no, I'm in. She goes, how do you know? I said, because we talked about a bar for 30 minutes. <laughs> you know? And I don't really remember what we talked about other than a bar. And we just had fun. Um, but that's been my whole life is putting that out there. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm, oh, well. I just got fired from my job. Okay, well, I'm going to have my own business. And she's like, what? You know, I'm going to do this. Oh, I just read a book, Cheryl. We're going to do this. And she's like, you're, you're crazy. You I know? always just like, he has these crazy ideas, and I just come right behind him and keep all the plates spinning. He, he gets all the plates going, and I have to keep them spinning behind him. But you've learned to, that everything I say is not so crazy. The more you learn, yeah, and the more you you realize that just kind of let me do my thing like do and don't thing. squash it, and it actually has made our life better, and better. we've grown better more together through me not feel because for a while I stopped saying stuff because I knew she was going to squash me. So you know, well he's uh-huh. he's more of a talker than I yeah. am, and he would talk and talk and talk about things, and I'm like. Quit talking about it until it's like for sure and gonna happen, uh-huh. right? And he's like, No, I'm just I'm gonna, talking it into existence I'm talking right it now. Into happening. And I'm like, where I just I'm not a huge talker mm-hmm. in that aspect. People in our invibe community might not believe that. <laughs> but, you know. But she's so, not a talker. It's yeah. true. <laughs> But, okay, so John, John what's it to you? Well, you know it's different for me, right? Y'all three are like in the wellness community and well people. Um, I'm not well. You know, and so like it's funny he put the, you the in the people, well community. The people who watch this that know me are like, oh, that's totally true. You know, like and so <laughs> like I definitely beat to my own drum, but I feel like I've gained a lot in that I feel more educated where y'all are in it every day. So you know, like for me, it's been an opportunity to expand myself by listening to the podcast, listening to Amy. And, um, Stephen, you're not the only one. Like I dropped the whole, that's not very imbibed myself. <laughs> and then I realized like, I'm not getting imbibed by saying that either, but you know, I usually, when I'm unfiltered, will make that mistake. You know, um, I'm the child that still touches the hot stove, you know, but, but, um, grace, right. She's been with me so long. She's like, yeah, he's just doing it again. But, but I feel like I've learned a lot. I've gained a lot. And for me, it's just been a real blessing to be able to watch y'all guys um, grow from an idea to a reality. And so, you know, as a business owner, I've just enjoyed watching the development. And I straight honestly will not take everything um, as seriously as I should, too, because sometimes I'm very dogmatic about like, I just want to eat bad or like I just make those decisions but I'm learning so much and I think it's given me a reason to uh, want to expand my horizons. And I'm just, I'm, I'm along for the ride on this one. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying watching the process a lot. And I just feel blessed again. She gave up, as she said early in the deal, um, working um, and primarily taking care of our family when I was in sanity. I'm hoping that those roles will flip. And so, and it's deserved it. We don't her. want to work in sanity, though. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but it is. Nice. And my sons probably don't want me in charge either. <laughs> 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 well, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know who they think is the easy one out of the two of us. I don't know either. I think kind of like our relationship, it varies, it varies day by day. day. They work us. Yeah, they know who yeah, to yeah, go yeah, for yeah. what thing. I, I yeah. think, yeah, th- you know, the people skills that children get by absorbing their parents and their relationship yeah. are, are a whole nother, you know, dynamic with relationships. I think our sons do know like, okay, this is a stay away from mom or dad moment or I'm going to bounce this off mom. Um I think when they want stuff, they call me more than her. Unless I'm not quite sure. Yeah. So <laughs> shoes, they call me. Clothes, so call me. my goal is to get better at handling that call because typically it's like, sure, I'm real busy. Bye. You yeah. know, and I yeah. need to take that time to go. Oh, oh wait, like, I got even. Yeah. <laughs> they could have totally been asking for yeah. something I shouldn't have done. Yeah. Dad, can I have a trip to Cancun for like a weekend? And I'm leaving tomorrow. You know? I think I I do worry too much about being fun dad sometimes, and so. I think we can all get in that rut where we just want to be like fun parent. Yeah. And um, learning for me, which I've learned through y'all, like sometimes being a little more, the word is present, like going, okay, wait, they called and asked for something. There's a reason they did. Stop, listen, process. What would Amy do? Then make your decision, right? What would Amy do? Mm-hmm. That's really sweet. No, that's a really smart. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I still go off the reservation. Twenty eight right? years. Yeah, you, I can tell you. I can tell you. I, you know, but you you do need to learn that if you're not asking that question and you make a ton of decisions, it's probably not going to work out. You know, I had a guy ask me one day, and he's like, "What was a secret?" and and I said, "You need to be scared to lose them." And he goes, "What do you mean?" Well, if you're not scared to lose them, you're going to make a ton of decisions. That's going to make you end up losing them. So you need to be thinking about like how much does this really upset her and or make her happy. Like what are you doing to to, you know, kind of strengthen the relationship? So I think I sometimes don't come off as doing that, but I try to process. Everyone knows you do that. (laughs) So, I mean, we John is the one who insists on. Like, we're about to have Valentine's Day. We will celebrate Valentine's Day. You will get a gift. You will, I mean, I mean, he makes sure we keep all of that going where I would probably sometimes say, oh, we're well, so I think busy. You know that love and language it's, book, yeah. it's your love uh-huh. language. It is. Yeah. You know, that's true. But, um, yeah, we, um, we keep like, we make special moments. We, I'd say, it's not that we're people who do a date night once a month or once a week or anything like that, but our anniversary is very significant. Valentine's Day is significant. Our holidays are, you know, we, we make sure from time to time we really commemorate things and try to do special things for each other. Yep, I agree. I think that's a, whenever you can show appreciation for each other, it just goes a long way with making it easier to do the years. Totally. Mm-hmm. And we do a lot of fun stuff too. Like, you know, even if it's, like a Longhorn football games or if it's traveling or movies or whatever, we, you know, continue to do stuff. That's just fun. One thing that I've enjoyed through this whole process is when I opened my business in 2001, my friends and family didn't necessarily support me. They thought it was crazy because no one in my family had ever opened a business. Everyone had just worked for somebody. And when I opened my business, I did not get any support. So I had learned to shut up. And so I said it to myself out loud, or I said it to the people that were around me that I love, but I did not say it to the outside world because they 
did not embrace my dreams and ideas. So when she started telling me about Imbibe, I wanted to make sure that I wanted I was the opposite of that and I was supportive because I knew that everyone else would be like, "What are you talking about?" Mm-hmm. You, you know, and I know y'all experienced that. It's, we have, and you're sh- and you get, you're shocked on the people that like you think are going to support you who think you're crazy. That right? is one hundred percent true. It, it has been yeah, it's eye opening. So I've tried to be the face that like, hey, you tell me anything about this, and mm-hmm. I'm here to support you no matter how crazy it is. And then I'll actually will challenge her more. And I think mm-hmm. there's times where it shows. She'll come to me and want to say, she wants me to say, no, 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 back that down. And mm-hmm. I push her more to make And I get a little aggravated about that. Yeah. <laughs> something different. But I, I've, I've chosen to... But it makes me think. I've chosen to... And, and she doesn't always want to hear what I say. Um, mm-hmm. But I always give her my opinion because um, it's an opinion of support and how to continue to grow and take action. Mm-hmm. It's not a, an opinion of... Don't do this. What the heck are you thinking? So it's always coming from that. So I no, think- it's usually more, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Have you thought about this? And, I, and because I haven't really thought about it yet, it frustrates me. And that's not because you're asking, mm-hmm. but it's something I need but to But this is on. 100% true. We couldn't be doing this if you guys weren't supportive of us doing this. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And, and both, I mean, obviously financially and time-wise and all of that, but also energetically. Totally. Especially because... Completely. I want to talk like about, I said, it. I what, about it. Like I said, what you've said is true. It has been eye-opening to me, the people in my life who have been unsupportive of me yeah. and the people in my life who are being very yeah. supportive. Like I'll just hear from someone out of the blue sending me a text message that I haven't talked to in 20 years, phenomenally supportive of what we're yeah. doing. And people I thought were my best friends, they're not too nothing, yeah. nothing at all yeah. or almost unsupportive mm-hmm. of me. And so John being there to lift me up in those moments has been really key on those bad days. Mm-hmm. And over and over, something in vibe, something happens. Like mm-hmm. when I'm having those bad days, I get mm-hmm. just a burst of something mm-hmm. to make me realize, okay, we're yeah. reaching people. That this is making a difference. Totally. We're doing the right thing. But I think if you weren't as supportive as you are, it would be really hard. Yeah, I feel like you guys are both very supportive. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Amy and I work here at Amy's house. Mm-hmm. John's often our errand boy. Like, yeah. John, can you get us a smoothie? John, can you get us a coffee? John, we need a foot rub. You know, John's so supportive. Yeah. Because I'm so unwell, these are my skill sets, right? Uh, I don't provide a lot of, you know, insightful uh, topics, you know. But those are your love languages. But, doing well, it's what I do, you know. Doing things. I, I, I will cook. I will clean for you. You know, I'll be cabana boy, role play, you name it. I'm in. But... That, those are my skill sets, and and I, and I know where they fall. You know, I think the thing that I that I think y'all are starting to realize, though, you, you are doing it for yourselves and for yeah. your community, and so not if people aren't in your community, that's pretty irrelevant. Like mm-hmm. I think embracing the people that are, and embracing the message you're putting out is what's most important. Totally. And like I, I know as a business owner, like I worry about doing things right by me. And the rest follows, right? Or comes along mm-hmm. for the ride. And and if not, you have to realize that's not your guy, right? Or your girl. And so I think y'all are doing a great job of putting out a message that um, the people that are meant to receive it are. Totally. And one thing I love is that when I give her advice that she didn't ask for, <laughs> a lot of times she does the exact opposite. And I'm okay with that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, like there's no skin. Like, I'm not, there's nothing. Like, she's not trying to appease me at all. She'll, and she, but when no, we wait, have, Amy's more scary than you. <laughs> but, but literally, but literally we'll, we'll have a conversation and, I'm, no and I'll comment. try to challenge you to make you think about things. 
And you'll do the exact opposite of what I hope she does, but it usually works out pretty well. That's the other thing. It usually ends up with a positive result. Um, but even me, even though she didn't really do what I wanted her to do, a lot of time I made her think and she made her own choice is my point and making her own choice. I'm happy that, that y'all came to a conclusion, you know, and it wasn't about me or what I thought. It was just a matter of like, I'm bringing up something to y'all's, her attention that I'm like, oh, they went the exact opposite way of that. And then I'm going, hmm, I'm curious how this is going to work. And then a month later, I'm going, that worked out really well. Yeah. Well, so, and so this is the interesting smart. thing. <laughs> and we're going down almost a different topic, but that in vibe life is a real, you know, we want it to be a source of inspiration and growth for all of you who are listening. But the truth is it's a huge source of inspiration and growth <sighs> for us and so that's what those moments are about sometimes we individually or together have had to work through some stuff that was challenging yeah and it's almost been surprising to me how we've gone through those processes and what we have decided sometimes or done and it's because it's a tool yeah for growth yeah and you know we do want to have a successful business and we do want a lot to come out of it we do want you guys to retire and just be our cabana boys. Yeah. That would be awesome. I can rub feet really well, yeah. guys. Really well. Yeah. What we're learning and how we're growing is really important to us. Yeah, too. it is. I think it's what's made this so strong. Um, this as in InVibe. This mm-hmm. as Amy and I as a relationship. Our as, marriage. Together our marriage. marriage. Yeah. These marriages. And just like, this is so fun. Yeah. The four of us sitting here mm-hmm. doing this is so fun. And that's uh, great. So here's the thing. It would be so much fun if anyone would like ask us marriage questions or yeah. relationship yeah. questions. Not and we we're could perfect. Just, no, but we can tell you our experience. You probably have four completely different answers oh, to yeah. any question you'd mm-hmm. ask. And that would be a lot of fun if we got some questions like that in and could do another podcast on that topic. Because again, I mean, we have a lot of years between all of us and a lot of experience Mm -hmm. and different approaches Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways, but it's worked and working. Yeah. Totally. Totally. It's kind of finding your way, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and whatever that, whatever works for each business. And I feel like our business outside of here has gotten stronger because we can communicate better through what she's learned through Mm -hmm. InVibe, we can communicate better with our own business. And the opposite has happened. I mean, both of us brought in a lot of business experience into InVibe Life, and Mm -hmm. we've done it our own way. Yeah. But what we've learned from the other avenues has been tremendous. Yeah. Just like we found our way in our business, y'all found your way in your business of who Mm -hmm. does what and who's Mm -hmm. better at this and who's more organized Mm -hmm. and who's less organized. (laughs) 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 Sorry. I'm very very unorganized. I'm very Mm -hmm. unorganized. Anyway, thank you guys for listening, and yeah. we will do this again. I think we'll have you guys back on. I hope you guys all <laughs> do something special for Valentine's Day. Yes. Um, if not with your romantic partner, then with a friend, or treat yourself. Treat yourself. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. So happy Valentine's Day, and thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to InVibe Live Conversations. For more information and to join our community, be sure to check out our website at InVibeLive.com. We look forward to sharing with you.